Hey guys, welcome back to Storytime Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, Haley Lira. And today I am actually going to be talking about the first woman to be executed in the last 67 years. Lisa Montgomery will be the first woman executed this December on December 8th since 1953. And what's even crazier is her crime to me personally is stranger than damn fiction. Lisa Montgomery was one of the first cases I'd ever heard of where a woman cut an unborn fetus out of another woman's body, leaving the mother to die and taking the baby to claim as her own. She even almost got away with it, honestly. Anyway, guys, before I get started, I just want to thank you so much for choosing to listen to Storytime Podcast. This is something that I love to do. Don't forget to go check out my social media websites. That is Storytime Slayer on Facebook and then Story underscore Time underscore Slayer on Instagram. You can also reach me at StorytimePods at gmail.com. Let's get started. So Bobby Joe was a beautiful 23-year-old woman who had just married her high school sweetheart heart the year prior. She was beautiful, y'all. Now, she had this very intense passion for rat terrier dogs, um, and she loved to share her knowledge and love for the dogs in chat rooms. She actually ran a, she actually ran a puppy operation where she bred and sold rat terriers as well. So December 15th, 2004, Lisa Montgomery had actually catfished Bobby in the Terrier chat room posing as a woman named Darlene Fisher. Darlene Fisher, that's a pretty trusting name. Okay, and Darlene Fisher was looking to buy a rat terrier. Now, Bobby agreed to meet her the next day, gave her her address and directions to her home where she ran this operation with her husband. So the next day, being December 16th, 2004, Bobby had spoken to her mother, Becky Harper, at about 2.30 p.m. Then she was doing some online shopping for the baby right as uh, Darlene arrived, Darlene being Lisa Montgomery. Now, when Darlene got there, she actually strangled Bobby with a pink cord and it didn't kill her. Okay. So initially Bobby just passed out. And when she woke up, she woke up to Lisa Montgomery cutting her baby out of her stomach. And this woman fought like hell, you guys. In fact, forensics show that her stomach was cut open and even after so, she had managed to get to her feet before her baby was actually cut out of her. Unfortunately, Lisa attacked her again and overpowered her. And this time she strangled her and actually killed her and finished cutting her baby out of her before she left her house. Now at about 3.30, Becky Harper Now that is Bobby's mother. She showed up to to Bobby's house at about 3.30 and she found her daughter in a pool of blood. And her initial shock, she said it looked like her stomach had exploded. And she had handfuls of blonde strands in her hands. And I'm sure what was a panic, she called 911 and began looking for signs of the baby. There was no sign of the baby and it was clear that Bobby had been attacked for her baby and she had so many defensive wounds, you guys. The police immediately called in special investigation teams and the FBI. 
they needed an Amber Alert, but with no physical description, they didn't actually meet the legal requirements for one. Luckily, though, the sheriff called his friend, who was a congressman, and he pulled some strings. So this was the first Amber Alert on a fetus with no actual description. All they knew about this crime was that there had been a red car in the area around the time of the murder. Now, quickly after hearing about Bobby Joe, another woman in the Rat Terrier chat room actually remembered that Bobby was supposed to meet a Darlene Fisher. And she called this into the FBI. And the FBI actually traced the IP address to the home of Lisa Montgomery, a mother who just happened to have a newborn baby and the craziest damn story ever. So you see, meanwhile, December 16th, the day after killing Bobby and stealing her baby, Lisa called her husband Kevin from Topeka, Kansas. Um, she called him about 5 p.m. and she had really exciting news. She'd actually given birth to their baby and named her Abigail. Now, she'd been in Topeka when she went into labor and birthed Abigail at a nearby birthing center. She asked her husband to come get them from the Long John Silvers that was across the street from the birthing center. Later, Kevin explains he did not find the location strange because he knew that Lisa hated hospitals and doctors. <clears throat> most crazy people do. Now, Lisa was super manipulative and a very practiced liar. The next day, Lisa and Kevin were showing off their new baby in town for breakfast and to go see their reverend. The FBI's tip gave them Lisa by tracing Darlene's IP address. Plus, Lisa's own convenient birth story actually didn't check out because the police called around and they found out that there were no births in any clinics in Topeka, Kansas on December 16th. So they knew, they knew they had Bobby Joe's baby and her killer. On top of that, with news of the Amber Alert out and somebody was actually really suspicious when they heard it about Lisa Montgomery's pregnant and new baby. And they actually called that tip into the police. Despite jurisdictional issues, the police really weren't supposed to just march on over. The FBI did not want them to go straight to Lisa Montgomery, but they did. They went straight to her home on December 17th, and guess what they found there? They spotted a small red car and rat terriers. I mean, it's never said this in any article that I found, but how insane would that be if she literally stole some of the damn dogs on her way out? Okay, so when they arrived, they acted like they were there just for some routine questioning regarding another crime. And when Kevin let them in, the Amber Alert was actually on the TV. And there Lisa was sitting on the couch with a baby. Detectives were very casual and they asked if one of them could maybe hold the baby while the other spoke with Lisa. And she was totally cool with that. Cool as a cucumber, handed over the newborn baby. And the detective who she handed the baby to actually noticed cuts on the baby's face that clearly occurred during Lisa's ghetto C-section of Bobby Joe. Lisa maintained it was her baby and that she'd had a vaginal delivery. This was something else that detectives noted was off because, you know, usually when people have a vaginal delivery, the baby's head is going through a more narrowed birth canal and they don't come out perfectly formed 
one day after birth. You know, it takes a couple days for their heads to become perfectly round and symmetrical. Hell, I've seen some babies that came out as a dang cone head. My brother-in-law's baby had to have a suction cup on it and she had a big cone head. Lisa still though maintained that this was her baby. She'd had a vaginal delivery and was not backing off. She actually was arrested And it was about an hour after she was arrested that she finally muttered, you have Bobby's baby. (gasps) Psycho. After a search, they found evidence of these crimes in her trunk. They found the knife, the pink nylon rope, and a home birth kit that still had the umbilical cord attached to it. Now, Lisa was tried for kidnapping, resulting in death with a death sentence. Her defense was that she suffered a head injury that might have caused damage to the part of her brain, making her aggressive at times. But her ex-husband actually testified that she never was aggressive. She wasn't like a violent, aggressive person. The defense also claimed that Lisa had pseudocysis, which is... I don't even think I'm pronouncing that right, but it's a medical condition where women falsely believes they're pregnant. This was pretty much debunked by the prosecution because they were like, no, she didn't. She knew she wasn't pregnant. She wanted a baby, though. Okay, so December 22nd of 2007 is when they found her guilty. And the following April in 2008, she was sentenced to death by lethal injection. Now, she's going to be executed this year. The first female inmate to be put to death in 67 years. Bobby Joe's baby survived and was returned to the father, Zeb Stinnett. He named her Victoria Joe, and they've completely sheltered her from the media. She turned 16 this year. But let me tell you, I bet that she's a gorgeous woman, okay, because both her parents were beautiful. Now, Bobby Joe was very young, she was only 23. I think this is one of the craziest damn stories. Let me tell you a little bit about Lisa Montgomery, what I could, what I could kind of throw together. Cause I know people like to know, right? So she was born February, 1968. Um, that makes her only 36 when she committed this crime. Now she had a very rough childhood, supposedly, according to an article, she was sexually abused and raped by her stepdad for years. And when her mom found out she was actually really angry at Lisa and threatened Lisa with a gun when she found out. Lisa began drinking at a really early age and she married young at 18, supposedly just to get out of the house. She married a man named Carl Bowman. Now they had four children together in only four years. I say that like it's crazy. I think I had four kids within like five years. (laughs) Now she was advised to have a tubal litigation after complications from her last birthing and she did it and so this rendered her completely sterile and she knew it now carl said that lisa would constantly lie though during their 14-year marriage and after the tubal litigation she had faked two pregnancies in 1993 they divorced they remarried the next year in 94 and in 98 she actually divorced carl She remarried a single dad of three named Kevin Montgomery. Kevin Montgomery. Okay. And that happened in 2000. Now, Kevin was shy and quiet and really easy for Lisa to manipulate. 
He knew Lisa had a procedure to her tubes, but wasn't aware that a tubal litigation would render her sterile. And in fact, she faked a pregnancy and a miscarriage once and became fake pregnant in 2004. Her ex threatened to expose her and was going to use the fake pregnancy to get custody of the four kids that they had together. And so Lisa needed to provide a baby to air quote prove that she was pregnant and the day that she found out that Bobby Joe was pregnant she immediately began kind of going overboard with announcing her own pregnancy and making the plans to then attack and kill Bobby Joe and take her baby And that's what we have on Lisa Montgomery. Now, Kevin was cleared of having any wrongdoing. Her husband, Kevin Montgomery, he genuinely, genuinely believed that she was pregnant. This was his baby. He had no idea. And he actually had three kids of his own. So they they lived in a home with seven teenagers together. Um, He was a father. He'd been through that process before. And he still believed her. That's how manipulative she was, I guess. I personally am a little bit surprised by that. Um, This is totally wrong of me, but when I saw her, I didn't understand how she could be so manipulative. She's not like strikingly beautiful. And from reports, it doesn't seem like she's extremely smart, but I guess she's extremely cunning. I don't know. Now, I remember when this happened and it was all over the news and the radio it's even wilder. This happens more often than I ever would have anticipated it does. Now in 1993, there was a movie called Cord and it was about a crazy woman who wanted a baby. So she nabbed a pregnant woman, held her hostage, and then tried to cut the baby out and spoiler alert. Okay. The part where she goes to cut the baby out is like the most climactic scene ever. And she doesn't do it. I remember thinking, that is the craziest plot twist and most fucked up idea ever. And thank God she didn't actually cut that baby out of that woman. I never, never would have thought this was a damn thing. But um, full disclosure, I have some really wild bonus material to go to this episode. So there was a very recent tragedy earlier this year, just a couple months ago, actually, that I have to share, especially because it happened the same year this year that Lisa will be executed for the exact same crime. Okay. So what got me on this story was it was last October down in new Boston, Texas, a beautiful young woman, I believe 21 or 22 named Reagan Simmons Hancock. She was newly married in a pregnant mother with her second child so she was found by her mother also dead in a pool of blood with stab wounds and a gash across her stomach you see her baby had been cut out of her Reagan was eight months pregnant now very shortly after this was broadcasted in the news and a paypal was created now they never they didn't quite know exactly who did this and it was never released in the news for several days after, but the PayPal immediately pointed the finger saying that she was killed by a friend or someone Reagan considered to be a friend, but they didn't say who the friend was. So August 9th, Taylor Parker, who was 27, was stopped by a state trooper and she told the officer that she'd just given birth 
on the side of the road, but that her baby wasn't breathing. So Taylor and the baby rode by ambulance to a hospital that was in Idabel, Oklahoma. See, they were just barely kind of on the cusp of the state line, and that hospital was closest. So that's how we ended up from New Boston, Texas to, to Oklahoma. So anyway, Taylor was charged in the hospital the baby did not survive they linked the baby's abduction to the mother reagan simmons hancock in new boston texas and she's actually waiting extradition to texas taylor's so apparently taylor had been been pretending to be pregnant and then she needed to produce a baby and when i say that she lied you can go online and google her and boyfriend wade griffin and they had a registry i mean he talked about her pregnancy everyone was really excited now taylor is a mom of two children already she'd been married and divorced twice and this round of her pregnancy she was constantly posting about it on facebook and there were actually posts of her and Wade, her boyfriend, defending the fact that she actually was pregnant and not faking it. Um, here, I'm going to read a post that she wrote. This is according to a private post that was that was taken by True Crime Society. And in this one, it's July 9th. Okay, so she posted a picture of an ultrasound and a close-up of the baby's face from an ultrasound. And this is what she wrote as a caption. Our sweet girl is measuring two pounds and two ounces today. She is definitely handling everything like a champ. Her measurements came back good. Heartbeat running slower than normal since they put mama on a heart pill. We're scheduled for our full 3D ultrasound July 30th. After seeing this sweet face today, I cannot wait. Heart face. Hashtag Clancy Gale. She's tiny but fierce. Wow, what a psycho. My advice to anybody is if you hear of somebody that's pregnant, especially maybe if you have a son or a brother or just a friend and you think that maybe they're being spoofed, they go to the doctor with her. You know, there's nothing wrong with a man going to the doctor with his, you know, future lady and their baby. A lot, Matt came to the doctor with me. A lot of husbands pop into the doctor, but yeah, that's definitely, I mean, a foolproof plan. You can't, you can't fake out a doctor that you're pregnant. Anyway, so what's so crazy is this is a damn thing. Okay, this is a thing that crazy women do. Just last year, a 19-year-old mother was lured on social media same thing strangled body disposed of and they actually kept her baby for two weeks before police could link up the fact that that baby belonged to a missing woman yeah but that was in Chicago just last year and then a couple years ago I think around like 2011 a mom actually survived the attack on her and her baby was the one who passed away and that woman received 100 years in prison so I mean Ah, that just blows my mind. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go check out my social media sites this week. I'll have more pictures and video footage of these perpetrators and these crimes and maybe some additional little stories of other women who have done this. Definitely get on there and let's start a conversation. If you've heard of any crimes similar to these, let me know. 
Um, I find it very ironic that most of the crimes I'm finding that involve fetuses being cut out of women's bodies, they actually are using social media a lot to trick and lure other women. You know, some of them are using that they have baby clothes for the children or items for sale or just gaining their trust as an online friend. The woman from New Boston, Taylor, she was beautiful and had everything going for her. And just like the other women that have perpetrated these crimes that I've read, she was pretending to have a baby. She was pretending to be pregnant and she just out of desperation had to produce a baby. Uh, This is so insane to me. Anyway, guys, let me know what y'all think. Also, I've always maintained a slight, slight crazy theory that this is actually what happened to Lacey Peterson. I kind of think that Scott Peterson didn't maybe do it and this is what happened to her. Let me know if any of you guys think that too. Definitely go check out the Crime Junkies podcast about Lacey Peterson and Scott Peterson because they make some really cool points. Anyway, guys. All right. Have a great week. Bye.